I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FW Podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. He says it every week. Every week it's true. It's Tuesday. So if you're listening on Twitch, if you're streaming us live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash TN2M underscore shows, you know what time it is. It is an all new. Oh, I'm going to jump ahead of myself. As the intro says, I am Chris and I know what you're thinking. Um, we don't know. We know also Chris is not here, but we don't know where he is. Is it true that French babes don't shave their pits? We're going to have a special report on that next week when also Chris gets back from his special assignment. And before we get there, it is a brand new, all new Friends with Benefits podcast. You can tell. How do you tell? It smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. That is the official smell of the FWB Worldwide Headquarters. It is several things we are here right now it is when we come together we are the number one highest rated tn2m show on the entire talk nerdy to me podcast network we are the number one merch seller in the brand new t public store which just got done with a 35 percent off sale if you missed it don't worry you'll have another chance at that coming up soon where everything will be up to 35 percent off and you can cover cover yourself because you just realized when you went out to the pool or to the beach that you probably need a shirt well we're gonna have your back and your front and probably some of your arms depending on what you want to buy at the t public store linked on all of our social medias and we are the official unofficial tn2m show on the talk nerdy to me podcast network of Joe Bob Briggs, Darcy the Mail Girl, and as of a couple weeks ago, our new best friend, McGruff the Crime Dog. We just have all the blue checks following us, and it's an exciting time together. We are your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. We are your friends with benefits, and it's not just me. I know what you're thinking, that it's just me, and this is going to be a really boring episode but it's not going to be just me because I am going to look over to my left and I'm going to hit a couple of these buttons here because I don't know how this works in uh, I didn't I did not pass the the Starfleet Academy official officer training school but I think if I I'm trying to be man if I hit that one right about there just like that I think we're going to beam in from Nerd Alert, from House Rules. We have Commander Scott here, buddy. How are you doing? What, why, why didn't somebody tell me my ass was so big? Oh, well, sorry. I, it also doesn't help that I think I beamed up your pants backwards. See what I did there? I went with a space ball joke. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Welcome to the show. I, uh, I, I, I picked you because we are the only show that goes in full plaid. So... We do. Yes. We love to go full. 
It's awesome. Thank you for having me on, Chris. Um, you know, let's, let's see. And, well, and 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 I know you know your 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 all's your your intros are your Chris and yeah. you have Chris and also Chris. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and I've done a few uh, special episodes with you in the past. That's true. And oh, and always, you know, I'm I've always come in as you know I'm still not Chris. Right. Because I'm not Chris. You're not. Um, no, you're not. I'm, I'm not. But um, I, I was. I was. I was ready this time to tell you what I was. Oh. As in, as in, as opposed to what I'm not. I'm not Chris, but I am. I was going to let you know because I didn't know how the intro was going to go. Obviously. Well, yeah, that's because you've never listened to the show, but I invited you on anyway. Exactly. That's. I'm a complete douchebag. Like well, that. you know, uh, it's the rest of the people on the TN2M podnet. <laughs> um, I am uh, a, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, I am a deuterostome. I don't know what that means, but it sounds like I need to say bless you. I am. And you, you, sir, are a deuterostome as well. Uh, is that like the, 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 the seventh lost, uh, infinity stone, the Deutero stone? The Deutero stone? No, yeah. No, is no, that, no. is that a lost stone? No, no, it's a Deutero stone. Oh, a stone uh, with an yeah. M. Okay. Well, uh, please enlighten, please to enlighten with what that is. So Deutero stones, this is cellular biology, are animals typically characterized by the fact that their anus forms before their mouth before their mouth sorry mouth during embryonic development which means that at some point in utero the part of your digestive tract that would become your anus developed before any other orifice in your body which means you were nothing but a complete asshole uh, and if you ask some of my ex-girlfriends and probably former bosses, they would probably agree with that. Maybe some coworkers <laughs> would probably say that not much has changed uh, and that I remain a complete asshole. Um, that's about, yeah, that seems about right. Par for the course. I, I feel yeah. like, you know, there was that big, um, uh, a few years ago, there was that America first. Uh, everybody was trying to do that. I feel like I should have a shirt that just says asshole first. Asshole first. Everybody should have that, that, yeah. that shirt. Yeah, technically. All humans. <laughs> well, um, what, what can I say? I, I like to come on with some kind of a weird bit of, you know, fact trivia thing that no one knows or even remotely is interested in. You are the human bottom of a Snapple cap is <laughs> what you are. Um, because this, if you're like me and you love some Snapple, you know that there's a Snapple fact underneath every cap uh, that always uh, sounds fake and you're like, that's weird. I don't know about that. And then you look it up and you realize it's true. Um, and that is what you are. You're a human yeah, well, Snapple cap. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know, Snapple is very popular. A lot of people love it. Yeah. Oh, I um, love it. I, I travel 1,200 miles to find one specific kind of Snapple that they don't sell here. Is that what that one song is about? And I would walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. Snapple. Yeah, to get a to get a uh, lemon iced tea Snapple that they don't sell here. Just uh-huh. the one in the yellow. Just the yellow. The yellow package that's just lemon iced tea. They don't sell it. You can get the peach. You can get like the apple. You can get half peach, half something black tea. I don't want any of that stuff. I just want lemon iced tea, and you can't get it here. You have to travel. I think the the closest that I've ever actually seen it was a Walmart in. I always get this wrong because it's it's above where you are. It Maze Maysville Maysfield Maysville. It's like right next to. Another state. I want to say Ohio, but that might be wrong. I don't know. Um, Ohio is north of us. Uh, it, it was. It's like if you. It, it's like it's. It's like half an hour uh, north of yeah. Lexington. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're talking about Maysville. Kentucky, Maysville. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I I do believe that is uh, a little north of us. What a um, dump! Am- first of all. I'm double checking that now. Um, what what <laughs> a dump that I used to have that job where I would go from uh, like urgent care clinic to urgent care clinic, right? And there's oh, one yeah, there. Yeah, there's one there in in Maysville, and uh, so I would always go to the WalMarts there when I the WalMarts's, uh, and they had a they had a machine. They had a vending machine that had that Snapple that I liked, and uh, they actually sold it there. And then I was like, oh, uh, I will, I, like, just next time I'm here, I will, I'll buy some and bring it back. And then um, the company, I left before this, but the, then the company uh, uh, allegedly, I have to say allegedly so they don't sue me, uh, allegedly stole a bunch of Paycheck Protection Program money and is now under investigation by the federal government. So um, they, they, they got... Uh, I think ten million, five or ten million dollars from it, and they fired everybody and uh, used that money to build buildings. And uh, allegedly, 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 I can't right. say for sure, um, but that's what they say. And I didn't work there for um, a few months before that. They, they, it's a, it's a series of urgent cares. And yeah. they they didn't they didn't offer COVID testing for the first like twelve to thirteen months of the pandemic, and they wondered why they weren't making any money. So, well, you know the the whole the whole COVID testing with the pandemic thing prior to the the testing being as as you know. Uh, easily available as it is now obviously and stuff but the whole thing that killed me about uh, about the that was the last people to apparently have the capacity to test for covid was your doctor yeah well because you needed to go to uh uh like a drive through yeah. place and have them shove that yeah. thing up and tickle your brain yeah, and it just killed me. It's like if you think you have COVID, don't go to the doctor. No, you stay no. away from the doctor. Yeah, you go to a trailer in a parking lot, sir. Yeah, well, yeah, and then yeah, they take a two foot long Q tip and jam it up your face until your your eyes water and you can't breathe, and then they go, okay, now drive home because that's yeah. safe. That's safe with the, with the snot pouring. Yeah, where it's just watering. gross. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, lovely. Well, we've got your chance to win coming up here shortly. 
Uh, we've got uh, we've uh, yeah. Last week we we brought back a contest that I am a huge fan of, uh, mostly because I'm the one that sets the contest. So I, we're trying to do a lot more uh, contests and givebacks and stuff like that for our our listeners. And uh, so we're offering a chance. We're offering a listener this week a chance at five hundred American dollars with our secret celebrity laugh contest where uh, you can call in here in just a couple minutes and uh, we'll play you the secret celebrity laugh. And you can, if you, if you correctly guess who it is, we will send you $500. It's just that easy. Is is this the secret celebrity laugh that I have on my soundboard here? Is it, is it this one? Well, that didn't work. Uh, No, like our celebrity laugh actually laughs. If it, it starts out, laughs. if it starts out with yeah. caller, name this secret celebrity laugh. Then yeah, that's it. That's the oh, one. On. Yeah, I, I had a mute thing. Oh, but I, I think I've solved it now. Okay, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. So, do you know who it is? Yeah, I know who it is. I've got the button in front of me. Yeah, but do you know? Okay, okay. Well, it's button number three. It's button number three, exactly. Yeah, yeah, celebrity so, number three. Yeah, celebrity number three. And so when somebody wins this one, uh, we're gonna bring we're gonna bring back the secret uh secret sound, which is a normal everyday household sound. And the first opportunity that we're gonna give somebody for that one, you ready for this? Mm. The first sum, the first person that calls in to guess and gets a guess, they're gonna have a chance to win ten thousand dollars that's impressive yeah so uh right now what we're gonna do here in a minute is uh, after we talk a little bit about uh um one one event that happened yesterday that i really want to talk to you about uh we're gonna give everybody a chance to call in and and win so yesterday uh today tuesday uh the fifth july fivered and uh of course. First of all, I have a huge complaint with ESPN. ESPN is on is on my shit list right now because I was ready yesterday, yesterday morning, 11 o'clock. I'm sitting in front of my TV. It's July 4th. I know what I want to watch. Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. And I'm ready well, and I'm set, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? It's an American institution. I turn on ESPN, and you know what's playing? Um, pop up video. What is what is the most? Okay, when you think of Fourth of July, you know you know history, so you know how America got formed. Ish. You know what country? You know what country America came from? And you know what famous sporting events are played in that country? So is there a bigger is there a bigger slap in the face than uh, when I turn on July Fourth ESPN TV <laughs> and they're playing fucking Wimbledon tennis? <laughs> and I was just like, I thought this was America, and we're not cowering to the Brits anymore. And I thought we were going to have a great American sporting event, and there's Wimbledon. So I say, okay, never mind. Hold on. Silly me. If it's not on ESPN, it must be on ESPN2. So I turn the channel to ESPN2. More Wimbledon coverage. Well, yeah. I mean, ESPN2 is the other camera angles, right? (sighs) 
if you got your primary camera, then you got ESPN, which is the secondary cameras. So I have so to go all the way to a channel that I don't even know is a channel called ESPN News. <laughs> which is like, like oh yeah it, it 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 was it was pointless so i had to go it was like channel 400 something on the on the the uh as i like to call it now people are going to get mad at this and i don't really care uh it's the on the spectrum guide um channel 400 something to find the nathan's famous hot dog the most american sporting event in the history of america because they're playing Wimbledon on regular ESPN. So, but I found it. I watched it. And uh, the winner, of course, this year for the 15th time in his illustrious hot dog eating career, Joey Chestnut, with like 60, 60 something, three, four hot dogs in 10 minutes. Good God. Which is just insane. And on top of that, also, they had they had a guy, like, try and run up and, like, disrupt everything. And, like, like he tried to, like, they had a bunch of protesters there for some reason. And so a guy, like, okay. ran, he ran up on stage, right? And he's, like, trying to, like, throw stuff off the table and everything. While, Joe, like, Joey Chestnut is eating hot dogs, right? He's, like, shoving hot dogs in him, gets this guy in a headlock, until yeah. uh, until security takes him away, and he still beat the next guy, the, the second place guy, by like eighteen hot dogs. Wow! It was insane. Joey Chestnut is all that is man. Like first of all, well, so first of all, <laughs> I've never actually watched uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Oh my god! I've never. I've I've seen hot dog eating competitions, but I've never watched the actual Nathan's one. Oh, it's great. It makes you feel so gross, but it's it's amazing to watch. Well, the thing that kills me with it is because you've got a hot dog with a bun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, it, and that's what you have to eat. Right, right, right. right. Hot dogs have and the buns. Water there. Right. Yeah. They have the water there. They, they dip the whole thing in water. Yes. Because, you know, soaking that bun in water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, of course, gets it down faster than right, the dry right. bread. Right, Yeah. Obviously. But I can't stand mushy bread. <laughs> well, listen. Okay, here's the, oh, no, God. no, oh, no. The fundamental yeah. problem is if you're if you're part of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest and you're there to enjoy the taste of a hot dog, you're doing it wrong. Oh yes, yes. You're, that you're is just flat out. Yeah. And they they had like they had like when they would introduce people, they would have like their other previous records or like other records that they hold. And there's a guy that's like, you know, eight, 26 tamales in 42 seconds. And you're like, Oh my God. Like, and before that they had, uh, before they actually got to the hot dog eating contest, they had, um, the, uh, where, where it was the, the drink, a gallon of Nathan's famous lemonade. Okay. And wow. the the guy the guy drank a gallon of it in less than twenty seconds. Holy crap! Yeah, dude, the, like, just like open his throat with, it, a, with a with a uh, funnel thing, like he just like intubates himself with a funnel. Well, first of all, uh, very large man. Okay. Uh, very very large man. Uh, and he just like. Because they give it to you in like one giant, it's like a giant mayonnaise jar, right? It's like a gallon mayonnaise jar that's just full of lemonade, right? And he just like 
held it upside down. It looked like he unhinged his jaw like a snake, and he was just like, glug, 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 and it was gone. Good like, Lord. Yeah, it was just like, celebrate America by being a glutton, baby. It was amazing. Uh, I don't... I. I don't see how I, I, just, I don't see why people put themselves through these through these things because 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 this is this is not healthy. This is not good for your body to do with these eating competitions. Look, I watch a, I watched an hour of the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest, and then I saw on Twitter and you know on my news feeds and stuff how. I see all these reports saying that America is the obese, uh, like the obesity capital of the world and Americans are fatter than they've ever been and all of this stuff. And I don't see how that can be possibly true after I just watched a guy drink an entire gallon of lemonade in 18 seconds or watched a guy eat 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes and the best part about it, here's why this guy's the man. Joey Chestnut is the man because he was on crutches, right? Like he did something to his one of his tendons in his legs. And he gets off yeah. the bus. Like he gets off the the like the, the 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 competitor bus, right? And he has his crutches and they everybody like freaks out because they haven't seen him with his crutches until that point. And the guy like the this reporter runs up and he's like, "Joey, Joey, Joey, you know, how, do do you feel like being in a because he's in like one of those boots, like one of the soft boots, right?" And he's like, you know, do you think being in a boot is going to is going to hold you back and going to impact your performance? And I swear to you, he looks at the he looks at the guy and he just goes, I don't eat with my leg. And then just keeps on going. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is the man. Like, this guy is awesome. <laughs> I don't eat with my leg. And he just Are like, you keep, insane? yeah, he's just like, what kind of dumb shit question is that? I don't eat with my leg. It just keeps on going. And I was just like, that guy's the bomb. Like, that guy's awesome. Well, and, and you know, to be fair, you know, the reporter has got to be like, you know, he's like, he doesn't want to be there covering. No. Nathan's well, first of all, that. yes, that's, he that's does. Simon. Yes, it is. It huh? better be. But no, I mean, he's got to come up with something. He's like, what the hell am I going to ask this guy? Like, like, what am I going to have that's newsworthy? What can I possibly ask? And he's like, I don't know. Are, are you going to eat hot dogs differently than you've eaten hot dogs in the past? You know, and I, like he's like, he's struggling to come up with some kind of content. No, listen, a he's bad, no, a bad, a, a bad story assignment is the guy, the, the reporter that gets sent to the post office on April 15th, when everybody's last minute mailing their taxes in, that's a crappy story. <laughs> that is, like That's how yeah, you that know who true. the bottom of of the reporter totem pole is like that person draws the short straw. If you get to, if you are lucky enough to get assigned to the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest, you better thank your lucky stars. <laughs> that is a primo assignment. Uh, yeah. Uh, I heard Walter Cronkite used to, you know, like, 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 you know, put in for it every year. And he probably got denied because they were like, listen here with your stuffy suit, with your shirt and tie. We don't do that here. This is sleeveless shirts with mustard stains, sunglasses with those hot dog hats that they sell. That's all it is here, man. If you got a mohawk, you get to stand up front. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, you owe it to yourself to watch a Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, and it kind of makes me sad. It kind of almost a little bit changes my view of you as a person to know that you've never seen one. Uh, I've never seen one. I'm sorry. That, Once that... again, I've seen hot dog eating competitions in the past, but I've never seen the Nathan's. The Nathan's yeah. hot dog eating. And see, the, like, what they do is they let everybody, because you, you have to, like, th- there are certain qualifying events that you have to do. It's very, like, Kentucky Derby-ish, where, like, you have to qualify to make it. And when you make it, uh, there was actually a guy uh, from Bowling Green this year who did it, who was on there, who was on the stage, um, which is pretty interesting. Um and uh but but like you get you get your choice of water but you can like make your own concoction so like if you have certain things like if you want Gatorade instead or you want like something else instead of just yeah. plain water you can have it which kind of seems like you could use that to your advantage because there was one guy he was like the number 2 seed and they thought that he was he was going to give Joey Chestnut a run for his money but he didn't but like his he would dunk his his like the hot dog and and the bun in the thing and it was red like his hands were dyed red by the time it was done oh shit uh so i don't know what was in his but uh yeah he he was a character um but they had like the number one the number one ranked competitive eater in the southern hemisphere uh was there competing which was pretty that guy came in third he was from australia um yeah they had the number one uh british competitive eater um yeah they had like dude it's a, it's a worldwide phenomenon and like the you go through a it, it's like a it's like a stages of grief as you watch it because you start out like before they start and like the guy who's doing the introductions like gets you so pumped up he gets you so jacked up that you're like you're ready to run through a brick wall because he's like you know and here's this guy and he does this and this and he's just the best at this and you're like this is gonna be fucking awesome and then they start and you have all this you're like real excited and then as it as it goes on and they start like all the competitors start kind of slowing down and then it starts to get kind of sad because like they're still going and they're like still shoving food in their mouth but like they're obviously slower you start to feel like maybe this isn't a good idea and then there's like two minutes left and everybody's got like you know bits of hot dog bun on their mouths and it's like <laughs> like it's just like they're they just look like they're gonna be real sick and and like they just like their eyes are glossed over and you're like maybe this is a really bad thing that we we probably shouldn't be watching this and then it ends and then it's back up to high energy because they give the guy like that they have a title belt that they give every year it's it's a mustard title like a mustard colored title belt and yeah so like they do like the championship presentation and the guys like you know they're like how do you feel and he's like i don't feel that good but i feel great like and like so they like your energy comes back up and you're like this was fucking awesome i can't wait till next year and you just kind of wash rinse repeat it all the time so it's 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 a really it's it's an emotional roller coaster i'm going to go ahead and be honest well i will make it a point to watch next year yeah i'm going to remind you also that you well, need to watch it remind me yeah exactly now as we get closer to the fourth yeah uh, i'll remind you like dude don't forget nathan's famous hot dog eating contest is on espn news because fucking wimbledon we still (laughs) can't get under the great british thumb but um whatever i'm not bitter about it at all um 
So obviously, based on your reaction, you're not, you're never going to be interested in being up on that that stage in Coney in the heart of Coney Island at Nathan's famous hot dogs. So no, no, I would never, never do that. Okay, so if you're not going to be a competitive eater, what like is there a competition that you think that you would you would do well enough in that like you would compete on TV for to try and to try and like win? Actually, there is. Okay. There is. And so uh, you and I have, had discussed this prior, you know, to, to us being on the show tonight. Yeah. Uh, and everything. And I was curious. I'm like, because I'm, I'm not a competitive person by nature. You know, like, like I, I enjoy the process more than I enjoy the outcome. You're I too easygoing to be competitive like that. I'm sorry. You're too you're too easygoing to be like ultra competitive. Yeah, yeah I'm not <laughs> ultra. I mean, I, when, when I when I play, you know, I play games and stuff. I mean, I don't know if you know this about me, but I play games a lot. Uh, I've heard that about uh, you and your uh, your yeah. award winning podcast, House Rules, all about board I, and uh, not as much not as many card games, but uh, board games and role playing games. If you want more card games, we'll get more card games. Uh, I've been begging for a porn the game episode forever. Okay, we will. We will do. I will do my best to make that happen. To add the uh, uh, like the creators, just like you can't like they just dropped off the face of the earth. But another story for another time. Go ahead. Anyway, you like to play games. Uh, I like to play games and stuff, and and I, I try to win. You know, I really do try to win. But I'm not an ultra competitive guy. Like if I don't win, it doesn't kill me. You know, it's, yeah, it's not the end of the world. But you asked me this question, and, and I'm like, "Crap, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's any kind of like like competition out there that I'd just be like, yeah, let's let's go, let's do this, you know." Um, to that end, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack us for just a second All right. because there's something I want to bring up. Uh, I, I was I was googling earlier. I was googling some like weird competitions in oh, the world. No. Oh no. There's a lot of weird competitions in the world. I'm sure there's a lot of weird people in the world, so I'm assuming there's a lot of weird <laughs> competitions. I, I found one that I know I will. I would compete in a Nathan's hot dog eating contest before I did this. Oh wow! Okay, so one that you definitely would not be a part of. I All right, would not do, but it intrigues the hell out of me that it exists. I never knew about it. It's the Empire State Building Race. Like so like a it, race to the it, top of, yes. Oh yes. no! It's been held annually since 1978. The Empire State Building run up is a foot race where participants run from the building's ground floor to the 86th floor observatory deck, covering a vertical distance of 1,050 feet in 1,576 steps. The racers like to think of themselves as both runners and climbers. And as of whatever article I'm reading here, I can't guarantee the, 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 the currency of this, this article, but the article I'm reading here says the current record time is 9 minutes 33 seconds achieved by Australian professional cyclist Paul Crank in 2003. So does he, Nine- does he scale the building counterclockwise? <laughs> like in does he go to the other do they let him use the other stairwell and he runs counterclockwise? I don't know. I don't know. But to go up to go up eighty six flights, fifteen hundred steps, 
in under 10 minutes. That's a Good lot of steps. So, like, what is that in miles, though? Like, I don't know feet. Like, what's the conversion of feet well, to miles? It's a, it's, it's a, well, it's 1,050 uh, vertical feet, and okay. it's 5,280 feet in a mile. Okay, so it's like a fifth of a mile. A fifth of a, fifth of a mile in okay. 10 minutes. Okay, but it's, but it's vertical. It's vertical yeah, it's not it's not linear. Like like if you if you got a world championship sprinter, you know, like yeah, like the the Olympian who you know runs a four minute mile or something, he could run that distance in probably you know fifteen seconds. Right, but straight up is different than straight ahead. Straight up, is yeah, than straight yeah, ahead. yeah, exactly, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's, and that's, that's like yeah, your calves have got to be on fire after that. Oh. God, you, you, is is he even is he even still on his feet when he when he hits the eighty sixth floor, or is he just literally like diving through the stairwell door and just collapsing? And like, why like does he not? Him. Why does he not just take the elevator to like the fortieth floor, and get out, and sneak <laughs> into the sneak into the stairwell and just run? I don't. I don't think that's allowed. I think hmm. they actually have people watching the elevators. That's like what? What was the episode? of um there was some was it monk there was some ep- there, there was some like detective show where um the guy was accused of murdering i think it was like the guy the, the ta- yeah, typical was, like the guy was accused of murdering his wife but he was running in a marathon at the time he was running in a marathon at the time he right was monk uh, and then he, but yeah. but he put his like he put his uh like the the gps monitor on like the tv camera yeah. Or something exactly. like that. Yeah. And yeah. then he he like so he ducked out and then ducked back in. Like someone's not gonna notice that he attaches and then detaches a tag from a TV camera. Hey, it's Monk. All right. Monk gets a pass. Monk yeah. is awesome. Monk is one of the most underrated, uh, even though it won a shit ton of Emmys, like a lot of people that I know don't talk about it a whole lot, but um stream them all on Amazon Prime because they're awesome. I love Monk. Oh, me too, dude. I love it. Yeah, Monk, Monk, Monk was great, and I know, like, like Monk ran concurrently with uh, Psych. Yeah, for like, like it was like on the same three or four years they overlapped. It yeah. was it wasn't that Monk. long, but like, because they only did that, and like, the like if there was ever a, a, a Friday night block that demanded a crossover, it was that. But you know, they only did a. Uh, one commercial overlapping. Oh, really? And that's it. They did a promo commercial uh, that ran like before one of this, like to hype you up for the new seasons. And yeah. basically, the premise is uh, Sean from Psych is eating like Doritos or whatever. And so he's yeah. got all the dust on his fingers. And so he like, yeah. he, he starts like doing the like, with his fingers like trying to get the dust and like because he wants to shake monk's hand and monk is like horrified <laughs> and it's really <laughs> clever and i wish they would have done a like that's one of those like they missed a such a great opportunity for a crossover but yeah um, um yeah i would have loved i mean could you imagine an entire episode of sean and monk Oh my God! It would have been working on the same case. That would have been incredible. Uh, that would have been amazing. It would have. Uh, I still haven't finished Psych yet. Psych's good. There's there's one episode that 
it's it's hard for me to rewatch and not because it's bad but because it you know, just you know it when you get to it like okay. it's towards the end and yeah i think it's in season 7 question mark um and like it's just it's a it's a rough watch like it is an emotionally rough watch um and yeah it's 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 rough and i hate watching it when it comes up in like the like the rewatch or like if i if i'm scrolling past i'm like i don't want to watch that one again it's an emotionally heavy episode uh, I, I'll have to give it another concerted, concerted effort to get through it. Um, so, like, I, I like aspects of it. Um, I, I, I think the whole, you know, the the psychic aspect of it, I think, is what throws me off. Yeah, because I, I, I think I would just enjoy the show more if he was just, you know, a really observant detective in the vein of, you know, Sherlock Holmes and. Right, you know, and, monk and, and that whole thing, and like um, you know, they, without the whole psychic subterfuge. Right. Well, it's just they they like I get why they have to do it in the beginning, um, and then you know, at that point, like once he establishes who he is, like you have to he has to stick with it, um, yeah, because then he can't admit to it afterwards. Um, but see, I had I I told you my idea for a doctor show that would have fit right in with psych right i don't know okay so i had a, i had a doctor show i didn't ha- i don't have a title for it um yeah. but so this is patent pending so if anybody steals this and then we'll try and give away some money um uh it, it's patent pending so don't try and steal this idea uh so what it was is basically there was a like a, a washed up actor right like he's okay. he's he's obviously getting towards the end of his acting career like people aren't hiring him anymore like he's so he needs he needs uh he needs one more like he needs a hit to go like to 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 breathe new life into his career right and so his agent yeah. calls him and is like hey i got this medical show that they like i they, i've got you an audition for this medical show um it's going to be great you're going to do awesome like it's it's for this you know like a well esteemed doctor you know you're perfect for it go go to it and he goes there and there's like you know 500 people auditioning and he's just like shit like i'm never going to get this right and so yeah. he's 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 like reading over the lines and stuff and he's like he's about to go and um all of a sudden there's somebody else that's there that starts choking and he thinks it's part of the audition so he's like you know he goes into like full doctor mode because like in order to get ready for it like he knows that this might be his last chance so like he deep dives into you know, all these medical things so that like he knows what he's talking about when he auditions and all this stuff. So he spends like, you know, a month just like deep diving into as much medical stuff as he can get like 24 seven. So like when, when this guy starts choking or like something happens, like the guy has like a heart attack or something. And like he, this guy thinks it's part of the audition. So he, he jumps into action and he's like, everybody back up and what, and he handles the scene and he brings this guy back to life. And so he's like all happy and he thinks that like, okay, that, that means he's going to get me the job. And the, the producers think he's a real doctor. So they hire him as a medical consultant for the show. 
And so he has to go through and pretend that he's a doctor because they'll ask him like, hey, so, you know, uh, we have somebody like we need the symptoms for this, this and this uh, because, you know, we have a plot that involves this. Like, how can we make this work? And so he has to like on the fly come up with and act like he's a real doctor because they'd hired him as the medical consultant. Yep. Not as an actor. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's my show. And if anybody steals it, I will sue the shit out of you because I've been, I've been like, I thought like, I, I like, it would be pretty interesting. Like it would be a fun cause he would like spend all of his time freaking out because he's like, they're going to figure out that I'm an actor. They're going to figure out that, you know, I'm not a real doctor and this and that. And, um, but like, so he has, cause he has a way of like, you know, cause he, he is an actor and he knows the business so he can formulate or he can format like the medical stuff into a TV production format. But he has he doesn't know the medical stuff because he was literally just acting. So he has to convince everybody every week that he's a real doctor or that he has that medical knowledge. So uh, that's my show. Yeah. Well, I mean. So, first of all, that would be a great show. Thank I you. would watch that show. Um, it it kind of has already been done a Damn little it. bit. Don't take this away from me. Not 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 <laughs> exactly the way you describe it, but there was a there was a show called I think it's called Suits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Also a USA but, but show. It's a, it was a lawyer instead of a doctor. But but he's actually just a really smart, you know, like he knows everything about the law and he can pass himself off as a lawyer, yeah. even though he's not actually a lawyer. Yeah. Suits. So, yeah. So shit. We don't care about that show. Well, so your concept <laughs> of the fact that, that he's coming up with medical stuff, but he's coming up with medical stuff and and and, and formulating it for the, the, the movie industry. Yeah. Not, not he. He's not trying to pass himself off as a doctor to doctors. No, he's only trying to not get fired um, from yeah. his show because he knows that if he gets fired and he, if they find out he's a fraud, like his career is over and he's going to have to be like hawking used BMWs at the dealership in his hometown, and no one wants to do that. Yeah, I, so. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> uh, that being said, though. We 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 did get a little off track from yeah we kind of did we kind of did we um, did from from the competition that I would I would actually like to enter yeah and, and I'm sorry for well that. no like did, I, did you I, so did you find a competition that you would enter because, I did I okay did. well what, what would it be and then I've got a challenge for yeah. you yeah it's one I've known for a while and and I actually kind of forgot about it but I would love to enter this competition um so it's the world championship or sorry world Championship pumpkin chunkin. Pumpkin chunkin? Pumpkin chunkin. P U A P U N K I N. Yeah. C H U N K I N. Okay, okay. Pumpkin chunkin. So it's not pumpkin chuckin, it's pumpkin chunkin. Okay, well what what is the what are the rules of pumpkin chunkin? Do I dare ask? It is a competition where one has to chuck as in to yeet, to you put it in more modern vernacular, to yeet. Oh my god! A pumpkin. Don't don't say yeet. Yeet. I'm don't, saying. Yeet. Don't say it. I'm don't. saying it. I'm using the word yeet, sir. Because I love the word yeet. Uh, 
So it's a pumpkin. Yeah. It's a pumpkin throwing contest, basically. It's a pumpkin throwing contest. Okay. Uh, has to chuck a pumpkin from a distance. It's held every every autumn. Um. Uh. The time which pumpkins are in harvest and of well, course yeah. to to coincide with fall festivals and and Halloween and all that good stuff. Contestants are permitted to use many different tools to chuck their pumpkin, including trebuchets, slingshots, catapults, centrifuges. That's so cheating! No, no, it's it's literally it's an engineering contest. Listen, listen. If you're gonna have a throwing contest, it needs to be just like a straight up old school midget throwing contest. Use your bare hands or nothing. (laughs) No, no, no. anything more than bare hands is cheating. No, it's not cheating. Now, if if you were doing that, then you know, if 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 that was your contest, I I would agree. Then using a machine would be cheating. Can you imagine but, a, a, a trebuchet midget throwing contest? <laughs> Can we just picture that just real quick? All right, jackass would do it. I yeah, well, yeah, that. they should. We could do that. We could, we could pitch that to the producers of Jackass. I think I think we could get a whole special on that. Yeah, um, that'd be great. But. But no, um, so at its heart, and I think this is the reason why I love this competition so much, is at its heart, it's an engineering contest. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, it's it's really like a, yeah, yeah it's a design, yeah, it's an yeah. engineering and design contest, yeah. I have always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to build a pumpkin chunkin trebuchet. Well, uh, I just want you to know that in our Twitch, I know you can't see the Twitch comments. I can't. Uh, but dear friend of the show, uh, Glenn Shirley, ha- he is an engineer, and uh, he carves pumpkins every year. Uh, so he's got a bunch of pumpkins, and he's an engineer. So if you really want to, oh, well. if you really want to have like a, your own one man pumpkin throwing engineer contest, we can make that happen. Well, if, if he wanted to help, it wouldn't be one man; it'd be two men at that point. But listen, listen, I'm about to hang up on you. Um, <laughs> hey. Yo, okay. Okay, so what we'll have to do oh, oh my gosh. Okay, what we'll have to do is we'll have to do a showdown you versus Glenn one on one. Oh, pumpkin chunkin? Yes. Let's do this this year. Uh-oh. I swear to you. Yes. Uh, yes. We'll do it. Yes. Let's he, do it. He we'll is also people. like we'll it, it's it's the battle it's the battle of the, the, the pumpkin chucking trekkies. Oh god, yes. This is Let's gonna be it. amazing. I want it. All right, we're so, gonna do this. That that's gonna actual, be a it's gonna be a special on our Patreon page. We're gonna film it for the Patreon. We're gonna have to we're gonna, well, well yeah, sometime around October, November, yes. In the fall. Yeah, we'll get oh it. Oh my we'll god. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna work out the details with him. So start designing now, start designing your pumpkin chunker, whatever, and so I, I'm gonna say this. So one of the things that I've always wanted to do, and I and, and keep in mind, this is what we're talking about. This is my dream kind of thing in my head here, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um is that uh uh what we're talking about here is the uh the world championship pumpkin chunking. Right. Not, not not what we're talking about. The world championship. Okay. So you're going into the world championship. You've got a little bit of oomph behind you. Uh, yeah, you would think so. Me. Yeah. You've got a little bit of oomph. What I would love to do is I would love to build a one-to-one scale replica of War Wolf. 
because it's been done before. There, oh, there, there are of replicas it has. of werewolves in, in, in the world, but but I don't know if they would bring them to 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 the United States to do a punk and chunky competition. But uh, for those of you who don't know, and I'm going, I don't know if you know what werewolf is or not. Please to explain to all of the listeners. I'm sorry, I've got to go down this rabbit hole. Just, just. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll I'll indulge you for a few more minutes. That's fine. <laughs> Warwolf was the largest trebuchet ever built in recorded history. It was built by Edward the Longshanks, King of England, during his siege of Stirling Castle. It was a trebuchet that was over 400 feet tall. Okay. When disassembled, the weapon would fill 30 wagons and reportedly took five master carpenters and 49 other laborers at least three months. Oh, my God. Complete. So you better get started now. So the story goes that during the siege of Stirling Castle, he brought this in and and he started assembling Warwolf, this trebuchet. Right. And the defenders of Stirling Castle saw this thing being built. They're like, well, shit, we're fucked. So they sent a peace envoy out to surrender, to formally surrender the castle to Edward the Longshanks. They're like, we're, we're done. You got us. Yeah, wave the white flag at that. And the king of England's like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you make me build it. I'm going to use it. Oh, my God. Yes. I like and his he, style. And he sent them back and said, no, no, y'all stay there. We got this. I thought you were going to say he sent them back in it. Uh, he was actually known to do that. He if was he like, would, it, I'll yes. save you the trouble. Just climb in and I'll just shoot you back yeah. over. It, it wasn't done being built, so he couldn't do that. Oh. With Wolf. But in the past or of other sieges, Edward the Longshanks was known to send peace envoys back via the trebuchet. That's amazing. I like his style. He, he would do that. He would also, one of the things that was interesting was, 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 was siege warfare and trebuchets and, and, and the such uh, is, is they would load the trebuchets with dead cattle. They would slaughter cattle. Oh, that's gross. Uh, horses, pigs, whatever. Uh, and they would they would use the trebuchet to lob the carcasses over the walls into whatever they were laying siege to. And it was basically an early form of germ warfare. Gross, yeah. That's disgusting. But because the de- because the defenders of whatever whatever stronghold they were laying siege to couldn't dispose of the carcasses. They would have to let them sit there and rot which would then cause disease and plague. It would poison water supplies. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately in the world championship of pumpkin chunking, ideally I would love to have the necessary stuff to build war wolf and, and chunk pumpkins. Oh my God. With wolf. That would be, that would be fun. Uh, this time, uh, I hope you know that, like, when I tell you that we're going to do this this year, you against Glenn, uh, and we're going to film it for the Patreon page, like, it's happening. Uh, so you better yeah. get to designing. Yeah, well, I've, I have a tabletop trebuchet that I built many years ago to fling dice. Uh, you're going to need something uh, bigger than that. Sitting... No, no. It's <laughs> proof of concept. As proof okay. of concept. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because he legit asked in the comments, he said, is it legal to use hydraulics because he'll shoot it to Uranus? Um, Ooh. Uh, oh, God. Uh, and I yeah, said... We may, 
uh, I said, I'm pretty sure uh, I'll check and see if we need a permit for that because we might need a special permit uh, in order to oh, launch shit. launch well, fruit into orbit. So, so the, the little blurb here that I have for the world championship says the contestants are permitted to use many different tools, including trebuchets, slingshots, catapults, and centrifugal chuckers. Okay. Oh, oh, so, oh man. Well, so here's the thing. So trebuchets use gravity, of course, as 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 their primary means to turn uh, uh, potential energy into kinetic energy. Right. Catapults use um, use 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 uh, uh, tension uh, on uh, you know the uh, right to to to, to turn potential energy into kinetic energy yeah centrifugal chuckers that one i don't know about and it says and other machines so we'll uh, have to okay. see we're gonna we're gonna draft up the rules we'll draft up yeah. rules uh the three of us yeah. will get together and agree on rules and then we're gonna we're gonna tape this for the patreon page uh and it'll be that'll be for uh five dollar and up a month subscribers you'll get the you'll get the video and and get to see it happen so that'll be what happens yeah. i love this idea yeah. Um, yes glenn you're an awesome person let's do this oh glenn glenn's amazing glenn's great um all right so uh let's take before we before we get to uh the next thing let's try and give away some money how about that i'm fine with taking money wait all right we're gonna hit the button boom that's the giveaway money so what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the first person who wants to call at 270-883-1617 and wants to try and guess the secret celebrity laugh uh if you get it right you get $500. If you get it wrong, we send you a FWB podcast prize pack uh, that has like buttons and uh, coasters and a bunch of other crap that we, some, you know, stuff that we've gotten, uh, stickers and uh, magnets and whatever, buttons. I don't know if I said buttons or not. I don't know. Um, but what we'll do is we'll, we'll take the, the, the first caller who wants to call in, and then we will, if, if someone wants to play, if no one wants to take uh, a chance at it this time, uh, next week, when also Chris comes back, I'm going to give the first hint, and that will drop the jackpot in half to $250. So if you want to crack at 500 now is your chance to do it. Um, so that is... That is your cue to try and win uh so we'll between now and the end of the show if you want to try and win 500 american dollars we're not going to let you hear it ahead of time but you if you want to call in and try and win 270-883-1617 and uh you can try and win and we'll play it for you and it'll be your chance to win. Um, but, uh, so every week I ask, uh, a, I ask also Chris a hypothetical question and I want to ask you a hypothetical question. First of all, I I have one quick question ahead of time before we get to the hypothetical question. Okay. Because I need your opinion on i had a disagreement over the weekend and i need your opinion on it to tell me if i'm right or if the other person's right okay i'll do my best uh so okay so when because uh, i was when i was younger i used to think it was super cool uh when someone said hey i'll see you later 
And you reply back with, not if I see you first. Right? Like, I used to say that to people. Okay. And I, when I thought about it, I was like, wait, no. Like, that's super rude because that, I interpret that as meaning Mm -hmm. you, if I see you before you see me, I'm going to hide and you won't see me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's rude as shit. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah. Like, I don't want to say I, that to people. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I was trying so to explain, was, yeah. So what was the other person's take on that? They were like, no, that just means that if they see you first, that they won't, that like, if you see them first, then they won't see you because you'll see them. It's just a phrasing. It's a difference of phrasing. No. No, it, it, it's totally a douchebag move. Yeah, and I was like, I spent so much time, like, when I was younger, thinking that that was, like, the cool thing. Like, not if I see you first. Pa-pow, pa-pow, finger guns. You can't see it because yep. it's it's yep. a podcast. But, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I would, I, I would say, yeah, no, not if I see you first. And then, like, I thought about it, and I was like, that's kind of a yeah. shithead thing to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like over the years, the 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 colloquialism of "Hey, I'll uh, you know, I'll see you tomorrow," or "I'll see you later." Not if I see you first. Yeah, you, know, you got you, you got that whole like you said, finger guns kind of thing going on. Back yeah, at you, you know, nope, nope. yeah. But <sighs> no, no, that's not what that is. So that is literally like you know, "Hey, I'll see you tomorrow." It's like no, not if I see you first, because if I see you, then I'm going to avoid you. Right. Because I don't want to see you. Yeah, and so, like, yeah. when I realized but, that, it, like, made me realize how shitty I was to some people and not meaning to be, <laughs> because I was, like, I wasn't, that's not what I was trying to say. Yeah, well, but at the same time, it's an early version of giving somebody a hard time. Yeah, that's true. That, that's all it is. It, it's it's just a, it, it's just giving giving a friend of yours a hard time from another era. That, that's all it is. Yeah. You know. So I, just, I felt bad. Like, when I realized it, it was like a light bulb turned on, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what have I been saying to people? And I haven't said it for, like, a long time. But, yeah, like, I, I was just, you know, I have these times where, like, there was a time, like, to, to, tell, to give you just a brief description of how my brain works, like, there was probably like a four or five month span where like I, I call my parents, my parents live 1200 miles away. I called them. Like I call them every Sunday. Like I, I call, I call home every Sunday. And, um, so there was a while. It was a couple years ago where like every week I would call and like during like the, the days from the previous phone call, I would remember like some shitty thing I did as a kid that like I had blocked out and I didn't remember. And all of a sudden I'd just be like sitting at the table and I'd be like, Oh man. And I would, I would talk to him and I'd be like, I, I, by the way, like when we were wrapping up the call, I'd be like, I also like, I, I remembered this time I did this. Like, I'm real sorry. And I would feel compelled to apologize because I was like, uh, and it wasn't anything like really, really bad, but it was just stuff that I was like, I was kind of a shitty kid sometimes. And like, I felt bad about it and I wanted to apologize. And you know, th- they'd laugh it off and they'd be like, you know, whatever. But like, 
so now that I'm like, I, I'm like, man, I feel like I need to call people and be like, hey, remember when I said not if I see you first? Like, I'm real sorry because I just now in my <laughs> 30s realized what that means. Well, I wouldn't worry about it because I'm sure <laughs> they don't realize what it means. I hope not. I hope they're just like, oh, he's a weird kid. I don't know. And then I'd be like, got away with that one because, yeah, like I do. I genuinely feel bad that, um, uh, you know, I, I said that to people because I, while true that a vast majority of the time, if I see somebody I know in a store before they see me, I will probably hide from them. Uh, I don't like people to know that I do that. Yeah, I, I, mean, it, it, it's still a socially acceptable colloquialism. I mean, yeah. it's not that, yeah. I guess. I don't know. It just makes me, makes me feel bad now that I know. Like, once I know what it means, I don't want to say it. So, I don't know. That, yeah, that's that's the way I've always uh, uh, taken it as first. Um, yeah. That's the way I've always assumed it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. Even, even, even Wiccanary defines it you know, as an English phrase. It says informal use, humorous, so it does... It is meant as a humorous way, not literal. It is okay. not meant literally. Okay, good. It okay, is, so it's busting balls of the other person. All right, good. All right, that clears my conscience so a little never, bit. It, yeah, it is never oh meant gosh, to yeah, be that was, literal. Oof. That but, that yeah, that was going to make me feel bad. Yeah. yeah. Even Wiktionary, uh, you know, which does colloquialism phrase says "use" as a replies to "see you, see you later, see you soon," etc. Implying that if the speaker sees the in, uh, interlocutor, I'm gonna have to look up that word later. First, then the speaker will avoid the other person, and I'm yeah. gonna have, yeah. Um, but yeah. once again, used humorously. Okay, it used as a joke. All right, it's used as a joke. Okay. Um, all right. So now that we got that out of the way, and I feel a little bit better yeah. because I was feeling guilty. But um, so every week, uh, I ask also Chris a hypothetical question. Uh, usually it's like a not necessarily a moral question but like uh you know we learn a lot about each other from our answers to these questions uh like for instance there was uh the great uh three doors scenario which was just a, a whole mess uh there was uh last week or a couple weeks ago it was um you have to commit one crime but by doing so you ensure that nobody else can ever commit that crime again what crime do you do um, oh, shit. right. Like, dude, these are deep. These are heavy. Okay. So here's, here's, here's the question. Okay. For the purposes of this question, you have a child. Okay. Okay. So okay. You, you raise the child for the first seven years of their life. Okay. And then you find out one day you find out that your child in the hospital was switched at birth. Okay. Do you continue to raise the incorrect child because the other parents are like, whatever you want to do, we're going to go with. So it's your decision. Yeah. Do you continue to raise the incorrect child as your own that you have for the past seven years? Do you just roll with it? Or do you swap children to get your child, your actual child back? Well, uh, so I have, I have some questions. Okay immediately off of this yes. is swapping children the only option 
Yes, you can either you have two options. You can either keep you, the kids you have your child or you or swap, swap them and that's it. Those are your only two options. Okay. So Okay. So here here's my gut reaction. Okay. So if 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 I've raised a child from yes. birth to 7 years. Mhm. Okay, and I find out that this is me personally. Yeah. And I find out that biologically he's not my child or she's not my child. And they were switched at birth with another child. Yeah. Okay. Gut reaction, I I, I, I keep raising the child that I have. Now, that being said, is the quality of life of the other child uh, a a point of discussion. No, like they they are living like the the, the family that is raising your child um, equivalent to you as far as like income bracket, oh, like how they yeah. treat the child, like school ratings, so, yeah. like yeah, like, yeah. So so the other child's quality of life is not an issue. Right, right. No, no, yeah, no, no. It, it's it's very equivalent. Like it's it's you know it's not like a huge disparity between how okay. they live. Okay. Okay, because I was going to say, if the other child's being abused and stuff, well, then we have an issue. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, like, like, like happy, like, like both kids are happy, you know, they both have friends, they're both, like, flourishing in life, like, it's it's the ideal situation for this scenario, let's say. Yeah, 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 in all honesty, for me, like, in this situation, it, it comes down to quality of life of the the, the, the children, like I've already, you know, I, I've raised this child from, from birth to seven. They're my child. I'm raising them. They've imprinted on me. I've imprinted on them. We're, we're, we're doing our thing. There's no reason to disrupt that. You know, I love that child, obviously. Um, and everything. Um, and, 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 and looking at the other child, Hey, they're happy. They're in a good home and all that good stuff, there is no need to disrupt that child's life and development and everything. Uh, there's no need to swap. Uh, you know, I'm, I would be completely fine being status quo. Like, look, yeah. I get what you're saying, blah, blah, blah. I would, I, I kind of wouldn't mind to, you know, uh, hey, we should like totally be like, you know, family friends from now on and yeah. go to cookouts and stuff so <laughs> that we can, you know, <laughs> So I can see what's going on. You can see what's going on. And yep. we just kind of merge at that point. You know, there's there's a little bit of a family merging going on, you know, I, I feel like but, that is probably the right. OK, now, what if I'm going to add a wrinkle in it? All right, go ahead. OK, what if what if. All right. So this scenario has come up and the other the other parents and everybody are like, all right, we'll give you 48 hours to figure out, you know, what you want to do. And you're like, I feel like we're just going to keep the status quo. Right. And yeah, so, so that day, like you have, you have yeah. a few, you have a few hours to go and, yep. uh, you're, you're like putting, putting the kids laundry away. Right. Yeah. And so you're putting laundry away and you find their journal and in their journal, they have like four pages devoted to dad's an asshole. And, you know, you like, like they write out why why you're just at that particular moment they're just not a big fan of yours and yeah. they have a few pages where they're like dad's a son of a bitch because he, he spends more time on this pumpkin chucking device <laughs> than he does me yeah 
you know, and, and and so you get the vibe that like, even though you love this kid and you're like, I think I'm doing a really good job. You find out that the kid secretly yeah. hates you. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, also, honestly, I, I don't think you're doing if if your kid doesn't secretly hate you, I think you're doing something wrong. As a parent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You're not there to be their friend. You're there to be their parent. That's true. You're not there to be your friend. Yeah, that's exactly. true. You're that's true. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and so if, if I came across a diary saying, you know, Hey, you know, I hate dad, he's blah, 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 this, that, and other. Okay, cool. The, 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 the kid's getting it out. He's working through his emotions. You know, that's fine. As long as I don't see any, you know, suicidal tendencies or anything else that throws up a red flag that says, Hey, we need to have a strong intervention. Hating me is the least of my worries. I'm not that big. I'm not that big on it. That's a trick question because you shouldn't be reading your kid's journal anyway. No, 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 I disagree. You should <laughs> no, be yeah, you should be. Yeah, you, 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 uh, you should most definitely. I don't know. Like, that's, that's another question. Like, like, should you yeah. read it? Should you read your yeah. kid's yes, journal? you should. Should I, you? I am, I am totally, in my opinion, I am totally in favor that do children need privacy? This is an interesting question. Yeah. In my opinion, no, children do not need privacy. That's what a fair children point. need is is the appearance of privacy okay yes you should read your children's diaries you should read your children's social media you should you should be involved in every aspect of your child's life what if they're boring respect it's irrelevant (laughs) But, but, but you should respect that boundary like you shouldn't call them out on it. You right. shouldn't go, "Hey, right. I read your diary." But yeah, well, no, unless, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's I unless think red flags are thrown. Yeah, I think that I, I think that's um I, I think that's a good point that yeah you don't want to rub it in their face that they don't have any yeah. privacy or anything. Um, you have to you have to let them have some autonomy. Yeah, but you still have to know what's going on. Uh, we do have uh, we do have some some Twitch comments coming in about this. Um, yes, I think. I only read it if they have some behavioral issue that they've witnessed. Otherwise, they don't read the diary, which is a fair. That's also a fair, fair viewpoint. That's fair. Yeah. And, and, and I'm going to I'm, I'm going to I'm going to posit my my uh, um, I'm going to I'm going to add a, a caveat to my opinions. OK, is that I don't actually have kids and I will admit <laughs> that I don't have kids. Yeah, no. Uh, it, it, so, yeah. so I would admit all of my opinions are not firsthand. No, well, um, yeah. Well, that's it, why they're hypothetical. That's why. Yeah, yeah. You know. All I know is I've got a I've got a colleague at work that talks, you know, about like you know his kid a lot and stuff, which is fine. I got no problems with that. But literally, he talks about his kid a lot, where his kids like you know saying, "I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, and let's do this," and and they're like, "Well, we got to figure out how to how to accommodate him." And nine times out of ten, I keep looking at him and going. You know, you're the parent, right? I mean, you, you realize this dynamic works only one way. Um, but I, I'm also a Gen X. I'm Gen X. I come from a different time. So yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, no, like, and and you say, you know, you don't have kids. I don't have kids, but um, yeah, you know, it's 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 fun to be hyped because, like, for instance, last week the question was, uh, okay, a guy comes to you and tells you he's a time traveler and you can ask him any number of questions any number of anything until you 
you know he's a time traveler. For the purposes of this hypothetical, he is a time traveler, okay? It's a fact. You, you've bet it's him. You, you yes. believe him to be a time traveler. It is a 100% fact that he is a time traveler, and you can prove it. Um, so okay. he's, he tells you that he's going to change your your life. Your, your, more specifically, he's going to change your, your mom's life forever. Uh, what he's going to do is he's going to make sure that the next time that she plays the lottery, he's going to swap out the the tickets to make sure that she wins the jackpot. Sole jackpot winner, 100%, you know, whatever it is, 500 million, 900 million, whatever the, the super prize is, she's going to win it. Yeah. The only, the only thing you have to do in order to make that happen is you have to go to your mom and you have to tell mm-hmm. her, this is for everything you did to me as a child, and you have to hit her in the face as hard as you can. The asterisk being, you can never explain the truth. You have to just go with the fact that it's for, this is for everything you did to me as a kid, and then immediately, like the next day, she wins the Powerball. Set for life. Do you do it? And so, you know, none of us would ever hit our parents or I think I can speak that none of us would probably really hit anybody, but they're just fun hypothetical questions that we ask. Oh, um, hang on. So I've got to slap my mother in the face as hard as, as hard as I can. Yeah. Her to win a whatever Powerball. Yes. But you can never, but you can never go to her. No, even after the fact, like ever, exactly ever in a heartbeat. Yeah, in a heartbeat. heartbeat. Even even with the caveat that 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 the money goes away, yeah, she passes away. Yeah, like like, like, I don't inherit it. Like whatever, it's gone. Well, it would be up to her if you would inherit it because you could never be like, "Hey, I did this for you." Because like she would never know know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But even with the caveat that I would not inherit the money. Because she would immediately re- remove me from whatever will. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. The heartbeat. <laughs> That's a tough question. I would do it without hesitation. Really, you're, you're like we both struggled with that last week. I don't know that nope. I could. Nope. No struggle. Wow. Do it in a heartbeat. I'm impressed. If it means for the rest of, for the rest of her life she is completely and utterly completely comfortable and she has whatever she needs, yeah. fuck yes. Wow. Okay. I I will jump on that grave. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, see, like, and that's what we do. Like, we learn a lot about each other when we do these hypothetical questions. It's a fun. It's a fun little little thing. Yeah, um, it's fun. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it. It's it's cool. Hopefully, I lived up to your somewhat. Oh yeah, like it. it expectations. Absolutely, I I never go into the show with expectations. Also, Chris is my co-host, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, you and no the zero expectations I had, you you outdid yourself with it, and you outdid yourself on this episode because right about now I get to hit one of my favorite buttons. We're just about out of time. And I thought, I thought I'm going to call somebody out. I'm going to call out in the Twitch chat. I'm going to call out and I'm going to, I'm going to butcher the name because I can't read. 
uh, Jen Smollex uh, should have called in to try and win the money because she was asking. I'm guessing it's a she because I'm guessing Jen is the first name. I don't know. I'm just randomly assuming. Uh, I just make sweeping. Assume somebody's gender in 2022? Yes. I don't think you're allowed to. I, I can and I will. Uh, and I did. Um <laughs> I thought we were gonna have I thought we were gonna have a shot at giving away the money. We did not. That's okay. We'll roll it into next week where uh if we don't get a bite, then I will give a hint, but it will drop the total by half. Um Yeah. Hold on, hold on, I gotta reply to this Twitter. That's the weird part about being on on Twitch. Uh um is sometimes you get you know sidetracked. Yeah, sometimes I start ta- I start typing and you hear me click clacking away. And so like if you're yeah, listening yeah. to this on like Friday, you're like you don't really care. But I'm like, <laughs> that's okay because I can I can entertain people with my singing. Hello, my honey. Hello, my oh, darling. Gosh. Hello, my right. Now where's yeah. the where's where's the buzzer on here? I have a buzzer uh, somewhere <laughs> in here. I have I have applause. How come they're having applause but I don't have a like a thumbs down? Uh, <laughs> Boo. That would be funny. Uh, now we're just now we're just shit talking. Other Chris in the uh, uh, he is he is a dork. He is lame um, because he's on special uh-huh. assignment uh, in France. He's doing a special assignment on uh, if uh, French babes shave their pits, and um, he's still posting limp biscuit memes. He paid for like the international data plan so he could post limp biscuit memes on Instagram while he was gone. So I don't understand him, but Hey, at least he's committed. I mean, he should be committed, but, uh, um, he should be committed. I agree. Uh, so, you know, um, Oh, well, it is what it is. Um, but, what Commander Scott, make sure yes, if you're out there listening, everybody, make sure that you uh, uh, check out Commander Scott's other podcast, House Rules, uh, where he breaks down uh, the rules, what should be the rules of games, board games, role-playing games, not enough card games for my liking, but I'm going to change that. <laughs> You can find that on all of our social media, and I'm going to let you get your plug in at the end where you can find your other stuff because I know you've got your own social media because you're too big for our own just TN2M Podnet um, network social media. You got your own. I respect that um, because you are. I will. I will pull back the curtain just a little bit. I, in the beginning, we say that we are the number one highest rated TN2M podnet show and uh the number one merch mover but number two across the board house rules so um i appreciate that thank you we 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 try um yeah uh we're 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 gonna be busy here the next few weeks so our episodes may be a little spotty the next few weeks but we're we're gonna try and get back as quick as we can Sorry. Well, no, you're dude, you're good. You can uh you can check out that. Uh you can check out that show. Uh it's a fantastic show. You can check out their merch uh in our um T Public. I couldn't think of the, the store name. Uh the T Public store as well. Uh but normally I reserve this for also Chris, but since you are here and I think 
uh, I think it's fitting for you because you can reach over there since we're in the FWB podcast worldwide headquarters. You can grab also Chris's Limp Biscuit hat and you throw it in the air like you just don't care, just like Mary Tyler Moore, because my friend. Wait for it. Wait for it. The best part. There it is. If you like what you hear, give us a like. Give us a share. If you don't like what you hear, share it with somebody that you don't like because, you know, we'll bother them too. You can find us on all of your social medias, TN2MPodNet, on Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Insta, or the Gram, whichever you call it, uh, whichever you want to call it. I don't care. You can check out our T Public store where we've got uh, a bunch of bunch of merch uh you can also if you want i forgot to even mention we have as part of our patreon patreon.com slash tn2m podnet we put up a a new show that is a patreon exclusive show that goes up twice a week hosted by me because i just don't have enough to do uh, we post two episodes a week. First episode is just kind of like a general, like what's going on with everything. Second episode is always a special themed episode. There is uh, second chances where I re-review movies. I re-watch movies that I've previously said I hated. Uh, there are uh, Out of My Wheelhouse, which is coming up this week, where for the first time ever, I'm going to be watching. I'm, I've already watched it, but I'm going to be talking about the first my first viewing ever uh, which happened this week of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Never seen a Harry Potter movie, seeing it. I have already seen it for the first time. We'll be talking about it on Friday's episode. Uh, I pitch my, what I project to be sequels. Um, you know, there's all kinds of fun, special stuff, special episodes. You can get those uh, for $5 a month or more on Patreon. Uh, it's, we're giving you an extra 45 minutes to an hour a week of content and it's mostly good it's it's a lot of me so if you're fine with listening to me talk it's a lot of there's a lot of it so it's fine it's it's like once you're in it's like drinking it's like at some point it just gets you drunk it's fine there's just a lot of it um so catch up with all that stuff scott how can they find house rules so you can find house rules on twitter at house ruling and facebook at house rules podcast that is where we are at. Just those two. That's it. Nothing. You don't have an Instagram. You don't have like an Instagram I after don't dark. Have an Instagram. I, I, I'm working on an Instagram. Um, but quite frankly, I don't completely understand Instagram because I'm yeah. old. I hate Instagram. That's why also Chris it, runs the Instagram because I hate it. You know, I don't completely understand it. Uh, so we don't have any. We we basic. We're basically just on on Facebook and Twitter uh, at this point. Um, but you know, you can also find us um through uh the Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network, of which we are a <laughs> proud member. Uh, and you can find you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TN the number two yeah. M Podnet. Yes, uh the next stop that we've got is uh onlyfans.com slash TN two M Podnet. In working, it's not there yet. I'm just kidding, that's not that's not a thing. Um that's not, not a really? thing. Um, but I was looking forward to that. Well, you know, maybe, maybe if it's, I mean, 
by popular demand, we'll put up an old, I don't know. Um, but we'll we'll talk more about that later. Until then, my friend. Scott, I appreciate you filling in. You smell much nicer than also Chris. You left the place much cleaner than also Chris. I appreciate well, you. Oh. I appreciate you having me on, sir. And and um also um um what is it? Uh, um, uh, Tolerating—that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Tolerating my my historical rabbit holes and my nerd rabbit holes that I tend to tend to jaunt down. I'll tolerate you because you're not lactose. And you started with a nerd fact. I'll <laughs> end you with a pop culture fact. One time, Mike Tyson tried to pay ten thousand dollars to fight a gorilla at a zoo. With that, we are your friends with benefits podcast. We will talk to you next week. <laughs>